Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Breaking Free. As you know, this month, we have been looking at the favor of God. That is, one who has been favored by God. Favor means grace, mercy, and an undeserved preference. Our focus tonight would be on the intercessor. That is, how being an intercessor can make one attract favor from God. With me in the house are T and Enoch. T and Enoch, could you say hello to the audience? Hello everyone. Trust you all had a good day. Hello everyone. Trust you all had a good day. To lead us tonight is none other than T. Over to you, T. Yes, thank you very much, Emmy. Um, as Emmy rightly said, um, our topic for the month remains the favor of God. And today we'll be talking about the intercessor. Um, before we go deep into our discussions, it will be nice to invite God into our presence. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for a successful day. Uh, we pray that as we start this podcast, you start with us. Give us the grace to touch lives. Give us the grace to be impactful. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Um, now, firstly, many Christians believe they have to somehow end the favor of God. But then the truth is that we already have His favor. Um, God saved us because of His favor towards us. And Ephesians 2 8 tells us that for by grace you have been saved. Hmm? True faith and that not of you and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God. It's a God given opportunity to be favored. Now, simply put, grace is favor. God's favor is the power that changes things for us. And first and foremost, you and I are saved by his favor. And I'm not talking about going to heaven when we die. To be saved means to be delivered, protected, preserved, healed, and made whole. And so God, God's favor covers every, every, every area of our life. And by his favor, he has taken care of everything we will ever need. Now, people you would ask me that um, what does that have to do with intercession? Now, the Bible shows us that Jesus is our intercessor and speaks to the Father on our behalf. Romans 8.34 says that Jesus is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. And also in John 1, John 2, verse 1, we will read that Jesus is our advocate and father. Ah, isn't that wonderful? Also, from Hebrews 7.25, we can learn that 
Jesus always lives to intercede for us. Isn't that wonderful? So from these verses, it simply puts that we have a ready-made intercession. Now, what this intercession, intercession looks like is depicted in our in our reading for today, our exercise for today, our discussion for today. At first, this passage may raise some questions in our minds that why would Jesus send his disciples out uh, to the lake against the prevailing wind when they were in the boat? And why after leaving them alone for the night? You know, why would you just go out and walk on water just before dawn when they were all there in the night? There are no easy answers to these questions about struggles. Hmm? Some of us when we are in a struggle of some kind, even if it's just an annoying wind, we tend to ask God why. We must understand that the image of Jesus praying while his disciples are struggling should encourage us. Now, it assures us that even though we feel alone, God has not abandoned us. Jesus came to this world to share our struggles and to defeat the powers that are too strong for us to conquer. He still works on conning waters of life that can frighten us. You know, he has come to be with us in in his power and with love. He is continue as continually intercedes for us. He has come to be with us in power and with love in heaven. We know our things today. Jesus sees us. You know, God sees us through his spirit and is with us and is praying for us. And we need to understand that we were made to understand that we are joined us with Christ. So, he always intercedes for us. Um, Amy, uh, I'd like to ask, are there any time where you feel like um, things are not going well, but then you were able to summon courage that you have an intercessor, somebody that is interceding from you somewhere? Thank you very much, T, for that contribution. Yeah, there are times, of course, when I feel like things aren't going as they should, at least in my own opinion. But then I'm encouraged because I know that um, I have God. Jesus is praying for me and the Holy Spirit is also with me. I'd like to make a little shift though, T as my own contribution as regarding this topic yes i would want us to learn a bit from queen esther esther waited on god interceded on behalf of her people she asked that a fast be declared and that our people should join her in praying okay as she was supposed to go before the king and to take the matter of her people before the king however before she made any any move she decided to wait on god first and to seek his face she stood in gap for our people and prayed on the behalf she sought god on their behalf and you would see from that place that Esther obtained favor from man. That was the first thing she obtained favor from her husband, the king. Not just that, 
she obtained favor from God. Remember that Mordecai had said that if she turned her back to her people at that time, I mean, she was not saved. I've learned that one way to get the heart of God is actually to, to seek his face on behalf of people. Yeah. Abraham did that several times and he obtained favor from God. Before God could do anything at all, God would seek Abraham's counsel, yeah, seek his advice. So it means that if you are a person who intercedes for others, you gain God's attention. He pays attention to you because he sees you as someone who has stopped being um, selfish. You're no longer just about yourself, but you are now ready to become a builder for God. You're ready to become a co-worker for God. You're ready to also um, bear the burdens that, uh, that God carries. I mean, people pray, so many people seeking for one thing or the other. When you move from praying for yourself to interceding for others, God loves that. And he singles you out. Remember the story of Pastor Enoch at the as well. Several times he sought God for his people without even looking at his own needs. During his birthday, he would rather pray for the needs of people, pray for people too have children and all that and you would see what God is doing in, in his life God is paying him back big time yeah so favor is undeserved but sometimes you need to trigger it yes you need to you need to trigger it with your commitment to God and um, commitment to the kingdom's work in interceding for others is very important when it comes to God, yeah. That's my own contribution too. Thank you very much, Emmy. That was insightful, that was powerful. Uh, Mr. Bukumi, I don't know if you have anything to add. Thank you so much for this wonderful contribution, Emmy. Thank you so, so much, it really means a lot. Okay, so I will drop this here. I will say that when we intercede for people, God answers our prayer. He honors our, pray, our prayers when we intercede for people. So the more we intercede for people, the more our own prayers, the more our own body are easily answered. Because when we put others first in prayers ahead of our own needs, God sees our, 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 he sees our heart clearly. And then he also paves way and come through for us. So I just advise us tonight that when you intercede for others, when you put others first, be rest assured that your own petition also is also put first in the front of God. And may God answer all of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome contributions, T and Enoch. Great one there, T. Yes, listeners, that's all we have for you tonight. Thank you for joining us once again. I hope that, or we hope that rather, you will begin to pray for others more than you do for yourself, especially if you want to go on a favor ride with God. 